are just tired no matter what you feel this excessive stress of needing to get things done but you can't really muster the motivation to do it and you feel like you're drowning in your responsibilities this is the hello 20s podcast my name is yan and i'm your host I'm an online content creator trying to navigate life while in my 20s and sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way, and I'm so glad you guys are tuning in on today's podcast. Hi friends, welcome to this week's episode of Hello 20s. We are at the final stretch, the final month of the year. December for me always flies by because there's so many birthdays in December to celebrate. And then you have, you know, the holidays, the wrap of the year, and then the beginning of a new year. And for me, I like to prep for my new year a few weeks before, you know, the first week of new year so that I know what I need to do once the new year hits. So it's a very stressful, or it can be a very stressful, but it's a busy month um, nonetheless. So today I wanna talk about just relaxing and different types of rest so that we can avoid burnout. The first thing a lot of us might think of when we talk about rest is sleeping. And even though sleep is a type of rest, it's not the same. It doesn't equate to the same thing. When you feel tired, sometimes a nap is not going to help if it's not the right type of rest that you need. And I'm sure a lot of people have experienced this because I have experienced this in my life where we get the right amount of sleep every night, um, yet when we wake up, we just don't feel as recharged as we should be. Um, And it feels the same way throughout the week. So one thing is your diet could be a factor into this, but another reason could be you're not prioritizing and implementing the right kind of rest. This then can lead to burnout and burnout is not a fun thing to experience. I've definitely have experienced this before. Uh, You mentally and physically, are just tired no matter what. You feel this excessive stress of needing to get things done, but you can't really muster the motivation to do it. And you feel like you're drowning in your responsibilities. You push things off because you can't find the energy to get things done. And it can also have physical effects on your body. You may also be more likely to be prone to illness, which means getting sick. So what are the different types of rest we need and we should check in with ourselves to see which category needs a little bit more attention it needs a little bit more of TLC the first one is physical rest this is the one that we all recognize immediately and can feel physical rest is letting your body just sit and relax because it is tired physical rest is to not incorporate strenuous labor on a body and this doesn't mean you have to forego physical activity altogether there are actually two types of physical rest the first one is passive which will include sleeping and napping it's just letting your body do the work to restore itself to restore the cells within your body the second type of physical rest is active and this is doing restorative activities that are low impact such as yoga stretching and walking these activities help with your body's circulation the second type of rest is mental rest and mental rest is calming and quieting the mind you know being mentally drained can be as exhausting as 
being physically drained. You know, on the outside, it may seem like the person isn't really doing much, so how can they be so tired? But if your mind is racing with millions of thoughts and it's constantly working, you will be exhausted as well. And even with a good number of hours of sleep at night, you'll still feel exhausted if you don't rest that chatty mind up there. People also call this the monkey mind when all your thoughts are just bouncing around. It's not able to just quiet itself. And with you know, this little chatty mind of yours, if you don't have enough mental rest, it can make it really hard to concentrate, especially if our job or task requires us to sit down for an extended period of time and use our brain to think and work. So how do we practice mental rest? Doing activities that don't require you to do a lot of brain power, that is very passive, is a good way to allow yourself to have mental rest. One way I do this is after work, I will start cooking and I will cook recipes that I am very familiar with and it's just me being so mindful and being so present in what I'm doing that my mind isn't really racing or thinking, it's just, being present and you know focusing on the vegetables and the stuff that I'm chopping up and paying attention to the pots that are boiling or sizzling and stuff like that so this is how I personally you know practice mental rest sometimes another way is to watch your favorite shows or listen to your favorite podcast you're more taking in on the things that they're saying taking in the things that you're seeing if you're watching a show versus using your mind to really think about anything else another way is to do a mind dump and this is just writing out everything that is running through your mind on a piece of paper it can be messy it doesn't have to be organized it can be all over the place it doesn't even have to make sense it's it's just getting out all that is in your mind onto paper and it will help you feel like there's less weight on you. All right, the next one is emotional rest. Sometimes when we get busy, we don't have time to check in on our emotions and just let out how we feel. It's common for us to maybe let things slide and keep it in within ourselves and when we do that too often it starts to take up a lot of space within us and eventually it will take a toll on us as well so we may become more easily irritated or short around those that are around us which makes us not a very pleasant person to be around right emotional rest is checking in with ourselves on how we feel process those emotions and let them out so that we can clear it from our body and our mind. Practicing emotional rest can look like writing out your feelings and emotions like the mind dump and digging deep on why you feel this way, what triggered it, who triggered it, and working through that. It's similar to a mind dump, but instead of writing down random thoughts that are popping up, you're really honing in on the emotion or emotions that you felt. Another way is to talk or vent about it to a friend. You do have to be careful and considerate when you do this. I think sometimes it depends on the issue or who you are venting to because yes, getting your emotions out and venting to someone 
feels good, but you also have to consider if the friend you are venting to has the emotional space for you at the moment. I don't think we should take it too personally when a friend doesn't have the emotional space or capacity at the moment to hear the vent because we all have our own things going on and sometimes what is going on in their life may be heavier than usual so they can't provide that space for you. It's something to consider before you vent to someone and it also depends on the relationship relationship you have with that person. I think if you are someone who knows this person very well, you have a better gauge of where they're at in their life and if they have the emotional capacity for you to vent. Um, But even if we're very close with certain people in our lives, sometimes we don't know truly what they're going through. Um, So if anything, I know it sounds formal, but you can also ask like, hey, can I vent to you about something before you start? And I also think venting and asking for advice are two different things as well. Another way to practice emotional rest is to really go to therapy. Talk about it with your therapist. They are more qualified uh, to help you work through tough complex emotions that you may be experiencing and give you some guidance because they are the professional at this. All right, so next we have creative rest. And creative rest is not just for those who are in the arts. You know, creative rest is also for those who problem solve and brainstorm new ideas. And we use our creativity more than we think we do. One of the best ways to rest in this category is to just be and to observe without any thoughts and judgment. Be in nature and admire your surroundings. Go to a museum and admire art. Go to a coffee shop or somewhere and just observe things as they come and go, like people watching. Another way to practice creative rest is to do things for the sake of fun and the only purpose is fun. So an example of this is you can do creative things such as painting and playing music or solving a puzzle for the sake of playing around and having fun without the pressure of needing to produce a product or a solution at the end of it. You could also practice creative rest by looking for new inspiration. For me, this is looking at Pinterest and seeing images that really inspire me. All right, moving on, the next one is social rest. And social rest is saying no to the things that do not recharge you. I think this can be different depending on if you are an introvert or an extrovert. Sometimes people confuse that with do you like people or not. And I think, you know, maybe for some it does correlate where they don't like spending time with people and they are an introvert or they do like spending time with people and they are an extrovert. But the whole introvert-extrovert thing is not precisely whether you'd like to spend time with people or not. It's more about how do you restore your energy, you know, your social battery. Do you feel more energetic and full when you surround yourself with people or do you need to isolate yourself a bit to recharge and then spend time with people? You have to determine which one you are. If you are an extrovert, then social rest would be to spend time with people and be in groups so that you feel recharged. If you are an introvert, then you probably need to spend some time alone to recharge. That might mean saying no to some plans so that you can recharge and show up as your best self for the next gathering with friends. Even if you are an introvert, I do believe that there are people who you can spend time with that don't drain your energy, um, who will make you feel recharged at the end of the hangout or time spent together. 
All right, second to last, number six, we have sensory rest. We have five senses. We have touch, smell, sound, taste, and sight. Sensory rest is giving a break to those five senses. Now, typically, it's our sight that takes on more than the others, but this may vary depending on your environment and your job. Our senses are definitely overstimulated with the technology that is a part of our everyday lives, such as our laptop and our phones, and the online meetings, the buzzing and flashings from notifications, we are overstimulated. So to rest is to unplug. It can be as little as 30 minutes of undisrupted breaks from these things. When we are intentional with unplugging our devices and giving our senses a break from all the lights and all the alerts and all the sounds and buzzes and noises and all that stuff, it helps undo some of the negative effects that it has caused and it will help you increase your ability to focus, not having a habit to check in on an app every so often or pick up your phone every so often. All right, the last one we have is spiritual rest. And spiritual rest is learning more and leaning in to your faith, connecting yourself to something that is bigger than you. When we get busy with our lives, it's easy to neglect that practice or to learn more about our faith. Whether spiritually or religiously, it's about connecting to something that is bigger than us and beyond our mind, body, soul. To have a sense of love, acceptance, and purpose. How you practice this looks different for many people out there. In the end, it's all about participating or doing something to connect you to that. Another way to practice this if you are not spiritual or religious is to volunteer um, and to serve your community so that you feel like you're being a part of something that is bigger than you and you're helping something that is a greater cause. Those are the seven types of rest and I'm going to quote Sandra Dalton-Smith as she said, if you are waking up after sleeping and still exhausted, the issue probably isn't sleep. You know, we all think that rest equals sleep but that is not true as we have seen in this episode. There are seven types of rest and sometimes we may be at a deficit at another rest that we may need. So the next time you feel exhausted, tired, and sleep isn't helping you feel recharged, then take a look at the other types of rest. You may need a little extra TLC in the other categories. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Hello 20s. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on social media. The links are in the show notes, so you're only one click away. I hope to see you there and I'll talk to you guys in my next episode.